Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of Heavenly Father, your word is already anointed. Anoint these lips of clay and ordain power in my mouth. By the preaching of your word, let souls be saved. Let lives be transformed. Let people receive a revival and a renewal in their spirit. And let miracles, signs and wonders accompany today. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Oh, let me hear your loudest amen where you are seated. Amen. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. And take back your seat in heavenly places. Amen. Amen. You want to help me tell someone by your side, welcome to the house of God. And tell him your life will never be the same. Hallelujah. Amen. And tell him by the way, you are looking gorgeous. Oh, tell someone you are looking beautiful. And tell him, I want to keep seeing you like this. Hallelujah. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. Last week was our apostolic service and the Lord started speaking to us about something very important. And the Lord started speaking to us about the title concerning others. The title was others and we were looking at things that has to do with other people and not us. We were looking at the, 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 the title others. In other words, not being selfish, but thinking about other people. And we started looking at Philippians chapter 2 verse 4, where we, where we read the key scripture. Philippians 2 verse 4. He says, look not every man on your own things. In other words, don't be inward looking, don't be selfish. But every man also on the things of others. That means rather think about other people. Then verse 5, he said, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. That means that don't be selfish, but behave like Jesus, who used to think about others, who always think about others. That is what we spoke about. Now, Philippians, and we looked at certain um, messages out of a letter written by a certain general in the kingdom. The, the, the name of the general is William Booth. And he wrote a letter and the whole one page letter had only one word. And the word on it is the word others. And we were looking at what William Booth meant when he sent a whole letter filled with one word others. And we said one of the things in there is that it means others need Christ. And William Booth is the founder of Salvation Army, a church called Salvation Army. Salvation Army. And we were looking at the messages that are hidden in that one word that he was telling his church members and leaders. And we said, it means, number one, others need Christ. And number two, others need a shepherd. Then number three, we said others must hear about the gospel. 
And then number four, others also have issues and they need the help of God. So what William Booth was trying to say by that letter is that today you are born again, but remember that others also need Christ. There are people on your phone who need Jesus. There are people in your house who are not born again. They also need Jesus. When you were coming to church, you met people either going for kifit, playing football, washing, or engaging in other activities, going to work, and they are not going to church. That means they are in need of Jesus, the one you have. Sorry, so others need Christ. If we are thinking about them. Otherwise, we are being selfish. And then also others need a shepherd. Others need people. You somebody is taking good care of you. Somebody is preaching to you. Somebody is caring for you. Somebody is visiting you at home. Somebody is calling you. Somebody is praying with you. Others over there too are stranded. They also need a shepherd. So we must bring them in so that they can find shepherds. Hallelujah. Amen. Others must hear about your gospel also. Others must hear. You must also go and preach your gospel to other people. Others must be born again through your preaching. And this month, 28, that is next two Sundays, we are all bringing others to this place. We are not being selfish. We are not coming alone. We don't want any empty chair. We want others to be saved like we are also saved. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. Make sure we started looking at examples of people who became prominent or great as a result of thinking about others. Then we said number one, God Himself. He became selfless. He gave us his only son, his only self. And that is why today you and I we have come to know him. If he had not thought about others and he was just in heaven, enjoying heaven, we wouldn't have known him. He wouldn't have had many children. But he thought about others and he gave his only begotten son so that we all now can be his children. So he has all of us because he thought of us and he gave us one person. So if we start thinking about others, this whole church will begin to overflow. If we start thinking about others, the kingdom of God will be populated because God thought about others and today we are all Christians. Amen. Number two, we said Jesus himself, when he came, was also not selfish. He thought about the welfare of others. He declared his purpose for coming in John 10 verse 10. He said, I came so that they may, others may have life. I came so that others may have life. That means that his whole existence is to benefit others, not himself. And that is why he kept talking about, oh, let us go to this area. Then when he's done, they say, oh, let's continue to that area. He had the mindset of going to others. He was not comfortable with the 12 disciples or the 70 elders he had. He was always thinking about reaching others. And you and I must start thinking about how others can be saved. 
washafia se dani danyina ene ye okwaha ade a chea okwaha na te se yesu kristo no dani danyina no odwe afofro ho se ne be ya obetwe afofro aba onyankopon ahenie ni mu and then number three, the apostles of the Lamb, the apostles of the Lamb, those that Jesus selected, the 12 of them. The Bible says that they didn't stay in Jerusalem alone. They traveled to all kinds of places just to go and present Jesus to others. They died, they left their families, they left their children, their wives, their families, their comfort zone, their natural habitat, and they went to strange lands, strange places, so that others can become Christian. That is why today you and I, we are here in Africa, and we are Christians. And Mark chapter 16, verses 15, all the way, reading downwards, he told us that he gave, us the, he gave them the instruction to go into all the world and preach. Then the Bible said in verse 19, I suppose, that and they went everywhere preaching the gospel. They went everywhere. And the Lord was confirming the word with miracles, signs, and wonders. So he said that they went everywhere, the apostles. They left their families and went. So you and I must also think about others. Amen. We also looked at the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Paul number four, the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter one, verse thirteen. Romans chapter 1 verse 13, the apostle Paul became prominent. Today we know about him. Today we talk about him because of his selflessness. Where the other apostles were not going, he decided to go there. Where the other apostles were not doing, he decided to do. He sacrificed more than they all. In Romans chapter 1 verse 13, he told us that he was even thinking about another group of people to come to them so that he can get them also born again. So apostle Paul was someone who was always thinking about the welfare and the salvation of other people. In Romans chapter 10 verse 1 He was speaking about how he's thinking about his brothers The children of Israel How they are not saved And he's praying for them Crying to God day and night that they will be saved This is someone who was thinking about others You, have, you also have brothers who are not saved You also have friends who are not saved you are parents who are not saved, but you seem not to care about them. You seem not to be concerned. You are okay to come to church alone, to come and pray, to receive blessings from the Lord. But God is calling us to a life of selflessness. Where will we start thinking, where would this brother go to? Where would this my mother go to? Where would this my father go to? God is calling us to the place of others. Clap your two hands for the Lord. Hallelujah. You can write Philippians chapter 2, verse 19 to 21, then 2 Corinthians 12, verse 15. You have time, you read it. God bless you. Then the rich man, I mentioned the rich man, the rich man who went to hell. When he was on earth, he was very, very selfish. He would eat alone wear the nice clothes and you allow other human beings to be eating from the bola. Someone like, 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 like Lazarus had to go and then select and pick the rotten food from his rubbish bin. So he was very, very selfless. He never thought about others. But after he died and he went to hell, that attitude sent him to hell. When he got to hell, he started thinking about others. He told Father Abraham, Father Abraham, please send Lazarus to my house. For I have five brothers who are just like me. They are selfish like me. They will also die and come here. Send to them to go and warn them about others. Clap your two hands for the Lord. Na yakasa enso efa eye osikanini ene Lazarus no asem no na na osikanini de ono no odo no ho no ono afofro enu nti ebra okoko true ebonsam jem no na ono de osrese enka ewrade nyankopon emwa no se ne ba obeba no obeka asem no akire afofro nenso sabre no de na atwem no ntimi nyesa ekwa di we see all this in Luke 16 verse 27 to 29 don't wait and get to hell before you start thinking about the salvation of others. Don't wait and face the judgment seat. Don't wait and face the judgment seat before God will ask you, what did you do about those friends of yours? What did you do about those brothers of yours? What did you do about your parents? Why didn't you tell them about me? Why didn't you try to bring them to church? Why didn't you make sure that they were saved? Don't wait like the rich man. It will be too late. Don't wait. This is the time to think about others. And, and 
Wakwa kase ah mi huyanka enka yesenka me sumeka semu echre afufro. In Revelation chapter twenty verse fifteen, the Bible tells us that anyone whose name is not in the book of life, they are going to hell. They will be thrown into the lake of fire. Anyone, anyone includes your mother, anyone includes your father, anyone includes your children, anyone includes your friends, anyone includes those who are on your phone, anyone includes those in your house, those who are watching, anyone includes your Muslim friends, anyone includes those, all those who said, Oh, after this one, it's a this one, it's a Hindu. Anyone includes all of them. The Bible says that whoever's name is not found in the book of life, they have the chance, they, 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 they risk being thrown into the lake of fire. It's in the Bible. So those people who come to your shop, those people you chat with, those people you roll with, those people you, 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 you play with, you, 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 you go everywhere with, you are chatting, you are having friendship with, those people, where would they be when they die? If their names are not written in the book of life, they will rot in hell. But I pray that you and I will start thinking about them. You will start thinking about them. You have been WhatsApping them every day. You have been chatting with them every day. You have been rolling with them every day. You walk with them every day. You talk about football. You talk about sports. You talk about wrestling. You talk about movies. You talk about th- every other thing. You talk about politics. You talk about every other thing. The only thing you don't talk to them about is their salvation. Where they will go one day. Where they will be one day. You must begin to think about others. Then final example is Nehemiah. Nehemiah rose to prominence by caring about others in Jerusalem and their welfare. Nehemiah, he became great. Today we know him. Today his name is in the Bible. He has a whole book in the Bible. How did he rise to greatness? He rose to greatness by thinking about the Jerusalem people, their welfare, what is happening to them. By this time, he was in the palace. He was a servant in the palace, so he was enjoying. He was living good. All the air conditioning in the palace, he was, he, he was enjoying some. Everything, every good thing there. And his brothers were languishing. They were being destroyed in Jerusalem. They were being burned. The whole land was burnt. The walls broken on the temple, destroyed. Everything was scattered in Jerusalem, but he was serving the king. So he was eating the best of meal, the best of clothing. Everything was working well for him whilst he was in the palace. But the Bible says that when he heard about what is happening to his brothers in Jerusalem, he became concerned. And that is what brought him to prominence. Today we are all talking about Nehemiah. How he saved Jerusalem. How he built the wall and the temple. I pray that you too will be a Nehemiah to your house. I said you be a Nehemiah to your family. Amen. I said you be a Nehemiah to your friends. Amen. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. Na na me kasa nso afa Nehemiah ho say Nehemiah e be ye oni patitru enam atunhu ache ene fa ho tawo den ho eto ho e ma Jerusalem no o wa hinfia ne ho to ne de nanso ebra ho hu say enema asai e wo Nyankopon fie ne Jerusalem no otunhu cheye e ma o den ho bo afore e ma afofro e no ti enene ye ka Nehemiah ho nso asem no Please help me announce to the one seated by you, don't go to heaven alone. Tell him again, don't try to go to heaven alone. And tell him, you may not get there. Yeah. Don't try to get to heaven alone because you may not get there. Because Jesus gave a specific instruction that go into all the world and make disciples and you decide you will not do it and you say he should come for you. You are living in deception. If we say yes, Christo, asemba ako edi kamera edi kamba ako adema yani se yenko eviasi afanen yinani yenko kana asemno enfanchere afufro. Iti wunko a pesa wuko heavy a eno di enye ye. So if you disobey it, you are disobeying him. How will he come for you? No. It is a way ni sa asemu ese sudia. Eni ana obayede ena yesu baby. This month, your friends must be in church with you. Your siblings, your brothers and sisters, your cousins, they must be in church with you. Can I hear an amen? For some of you, your mother must be here. Your father must be here. Your relation must be here. Your workers, your colleagues, certain people must find themselves in Christ as a result of your selflessness. Clap your two hands if you understand what I'm saying. Now, why must we think about others? 
Why must we think about the salvation of others? Why must you and I think about the salvation of others? Number one is a sign of selflessness which is a godly Christian virtue. To think about the welfare, the salvation of others is a sign that you yourself, you are a real Christian. It's a sign. It's a sign of selflessness. That you are selfless. And this selflessness is a, a sign of real Christians. Only real Christians are selfless people. Amen. And so, for you to be thinking about the salvation of others, it is a sign that you are a selfless person. And that makes you a real Christian. In Philippians chapter 2, the verse number 4, the Bible says that let each person not think about his own things, but everyone should think about the things concerning others. Everyone should think, everyone should, should, should be mindful of others' issues. Then he said, let this mind be in you as it was in Christ. So you realize that as Christians, we are not supposed to be selfish, we are supposed to be selfless. In First Corinthians chapter 10, the verse number 24 and 33. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 24 and 33. Look at verse 24. Let no man seek after his own, but every man should seek after the wealth of others. In other words, don't let people think about only themselves trying to get everything for yourself, but begin to think about how others too will be well. Na Corinto fo anguma no edi kan etire ye dun chichemu edionu na ne ka chere se eni se onipa biara etena ona odwen ono nko ano ho anase oye edufudipe na emmom e wose ye twen afofro e ho. And go to verse 33. Jump to verse 33. He said, "Even as I please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit. He said, in all things, I don't seek my own profit or my own well-being, but the profit of many or the profit of others that they may be saved. So Paul is saying that in all things, I don't seek my own profit, but the profit of others that they too may be saved. And the apostle because to want others to be saved it will take you out of your comfort zone it will make you do certain things that will stress you it will make you do certain things that will inconvenience you things that will be difficult but in all your thoughts don't think about how eh, as for me eh, as for me eh, how do I do this how do I try to get that how do I end this how do I end that no about others, okay. So should they go to hell? Okay, so should they end up this being rotten in hell, or should they be wasted? Think about others. If you are thinking about others, it will make you want to do it no matter the difficulty. Clap your two hands for the Lord. <laughs> Because if you use your credit to call them for church, you think about, hey, I'll use money. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll waste my money. I'll be too tired to go for evangelism. I'll be too tired to go and pick someone for Jesus. I'll be too tired. Oh, no, I'm ashamed. I don't want to be embarrassed. As I'm going to talk to him, he'll disgrace me. No, you must think about them. Don't think about yourself. Once you're thinking about yourself, you cannot save them. You cannot save others. Yeah, it is what shows you are selfless. You see, a lot of Christians are very myopic, they, they only see themselves. And where they are now, they don't see far. A lot of Christians are myopic. When you say you are myopic, you don't see far. 
na episo fo bebre na no eya omo enhwe enko animu na emom omo hwe omo bebia omo won eno anada ne dan na omo dwen ho you see a person who is suffering from that that eye defect he sees only close range myopia we call it myopia eh inside they, they, they see they only see close range oben walohu ukwe cheka ka ohu there are people like that that's why you go for driving test they will test your eyes to see whether you are seeing far because as, as you are driving you must see very far now if you are suffering from myopia you only see things close to you now a lot of christians are spiritually myopic they only see close they only see themselves what they will eat what they will wear where they will sleep everything is about me i myself they don't see far they only see their children their husband their wife their friends like people around them so what i'm doing will you have my mother will you have my father what about the far away people they don't see them but the bible says in matthew chapter 9 verse 37 that as jesus saw the many people far away who had no pastor who had no shepherd who were going to be wasted he looked he lifted up his eyes away from his disciples he was surrounded by his disciples. He was surrounded by the 70. He was surrounded by the 5,000. But the Bible says he lifted up his eyes and looked far. And he said, oh, look how many they are. They are scattered without a shepherd. Then he said, pray to the Lord of the heavens to give us more people who don't suffer myopia. Uh, who don't suffer from myopia. More people who are not myopic. Let's, let's pray that God will give us more people who think about others. Listen to me. This kingdom will be filled the kingdom of God will overflow. More people will be able to go to heaven if you start looking away from yourself. Away from what you will eat. What you will wear. Where you will sleep. You, your children, your wife, your husband. That's all. You see, that's a lot of you. You don't even give to anybody. Anybody you give to is somebody close to you. You've never given to any stranger before. You have never helped anybody before. It's either you give to your mother or your wife or it's around your circle. It means you are selfish. You are, you are suffering from myopia. You need to see. See, help me ask the one by you suffering from myopia. Ask him, do you see far? When you woke up this morning and you were passing, people were watching. Were you seeing? You're not seeing. You are only looking at yourself. May God help us from myopism. Amen. Clap your two hands together. for Amen. And I don't person making me and say, You move to one anno, say, I say, I'm one, dream Biana, you dream a fire and quiet, you're near Busnia and near Ma, any and Crofoa, a chair and where she am quahun, I dream, and so Namisumu, any Christosumu, dear, and I'm say, to one church menti, and was say, I dream, you dream a far for fra, or Mumaye, say, I'm sorry, one will be or Eddie and Nipan, one send the power with a friend of Queen Amifia, aye, and Fafaria, no co friend, if it's a sa and a Jumano at here. Na me bompa yen so am obi anso se sa ade aye dwen se ye dwen fire ho no efri na no entwam amen clap your two hands together for the lord yes exactly you have summarized what i said plus the prayer beautiful amen it's very very important it's very very important Let's start thinking about others' welfare. May we not be blinded by what we have now. So because we are a beautiful church at Odoko, I'm only looking at having everybody around me. Everybody seated around me. Everybody serving around me. That I'm comfortable. No! I had to lift up my eyes and look far away. And I said, hey, you, go. You go, you go, and I was uh, suffering here with them because they were my finest. But I had to think about far away people. I would have been comfortable with a beautiful church in Odoko. One old man looked at me and said, You you have worried your church, but you have sent all your good people far away. Then I said, You what you don't you don't understand. You see, I'm not looking at just Odoko, I'm not looking at just here, I'm looking at others, others far away, others far away. The person said, Oh, you, you, the, the church in Odoko would have been plenty by now, but your key key people, you sent all of them away. I said, Don't worry, you are only thinking about today, today, today. We are not thinking about today, we are thinking about tomorrow. Tomorrow, when I send them, didn't they come with plenty of people? Having to see buses packed here with, with, with members. Where do I know them from? It's because I sacrificed one person. I sacrificed one other. We have people coming from Olibu, people coming from Manka, people coming from Ashama. As we are talking about there's somebody from Ashama, you have never met him before, but I seen someone. Now somebody, Sifa, Sifa. Otherwise, you'll just be comfortable. You'll just be comfortable. 
So listen, things may be working today for, for you. Maybe where, where you are is comfortable. But don't, don't rest there. Start dreaming of, uh, let me try something more. Let me attempt something great for the Lord. It will cost you. It will make you comfortable. But that is the price. And you realize that when you step out of your comfort zone, a certain dimension of grace that is hidden in your life will start coming out. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You'll never know it till you step into, into another dimension. Jesus went to a place over there, preaching. His own hometown. They didn't mind him, Paul. They didn't mind. The Bible said no miracle happened where he was. <laughs> then he told his disciples, Charlie, let's go. Let's go to another place. When they got to another place, then the miracles, healings, all sorts of things. Why? If he had stayed in that place he was born, he would have just ended without any miracle. Now, Jesus Christ, why must we think about the salvation of others? Number two. Because it means you have the same mindset as Jesus Christ. In other words, you are thinking at the same frequency with Jesus. And if you are thinking like someone, it means you act like the person. That means you are becoming like the person. And you see, when you are thinking about, uh, 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 when you are beginning to, to become like Christ, that is actually what is qualifying you to spend eternity with him. Because he's coming for those who are like him, not those who are different. But Bible says, for when we see him, we will know that we are like him, for we have become like him. And so Jesus is coming for those who are like him. So those who are selfless, who are winning souls, who are bringing others, who are paying their fees, who are clothing them, who are transporting them, giving them offerings, bringing them, they are those who are thinking like Christ and they look like Christ. And they are the people who are qualifying to spend eternity with Christ. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. Enti Ebra, Yesum Afufro, na ema yeni Yesu Christo adrin aye peno. Na chese Yesu asema wakani ni se meba. Omo a omaye juma na so omo mene omo ni aye peno. Omo na mefa omo no. We chese yensa enkrofono. Ye ena yeni Yesu Christo ebeko osra hini yeni mu. Our key text Philippians two four and five. He said, "Don't be selfish, but think about others. Let this mind be in you as it was in Christ. That means Christ was not selfish. So you two, if you are being selfish, you don't look like Jesus. You are." You are you are you are you are only self-centered, and Jesus is not self-centered. He 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 loves people. He went for people. In Mark chapter one verse thirty-eight, the Bible says that after Jesus had had a powerful crusade with miracles, signs, and wonders, more people came. And Peter said, "Oh, uh, boss, this morning to a lot of people have come. We will be looking for you, and you are here praying. So let's go and continue with the miracles." And Jesus said, "No, I didn't come for only one place. I must go to other places." other people who are waiting for me so let us go to the other cities he said, and he said unto them please give me the scripture and he said unto them let us go into the next towns tell somebody there are other dimensions for you tell the person I know you have won a soul I know you have brought someone to Jesus you have brought someone to but Jesus. that is not all you can do that's not all you can do there are more, there are more. Who, must be saved. who must be saved there are more, there are more. you can bring to him Said there are more towns for rescue. For rescue. There are more villages there are more for, rescue. for rescue. There are more cities for rescue. for rescue. So as we are thinking about headquarters, let's think about them too. It's a brave train rescue. I want to go to headquarters. I want to say a train rescue. So I echo a full fro. Think about others. Think about others. So that when I tell you that leave the keyboard and go, you go. It is your catcher who say keyboard now with your children. Sorry, free work. Now come back before Friday. I was say with me a call. Don't say that. Oh, daddy, you know uh, I am the one. I know how to handle the choir well. And then, and then, how many other catchers say, Oh, daddy, me go and be my opinion. You don't look like Christ. You have to think about. I was say what train I'm from. 
Think about others. About others. As for here, give you announcement. Announcement is not what God called you to do. Should you think about others? You should be able to leave what call. Then I send you as as I'm talking to you now. We are we are we are we have we have a big land. Just it's about 45 minutes. I was there with some of the leaders. Just 45 minutes. They call the place Dantra. It's around Abraham uh, Road or something. In 45 minutes, you are there. I drive from here for 45 minutes. And the place is developed. We have two and a half now, two and a half plot with war around it, with constructed war around it. We just we have to get someone to just go there. Think about Dantra. Think about others. That is why from next week you will not see mommy here. Because she's thinking about others. I'm pastoring here. She's pastoring there. We are pastoring. Hey. Say others. Otherwise, eh, we'll be in this nice place singing and dancing. And that's how they are done it. Then you're like, send a higher fire. You see, the BIA people are going to hell than they are entering here. Now, any public and count the number of people who are walking, not going to church, and come and count us whether we are enough. Opa, could you not want to see a kind of old tremble? Never can you see what I saw them? We must be selfish. We must be selfish. I just need you. I just need you to come and be their shepherd. I just need you. You can do something more. Tell the one by you, you can do something more. Amen. Clap Amen. two hands for the Lord. You must suffer. You must have the same mind like Christ. Number three. It means you understand the meaning and essence of sacrifice. For you to think about others means you understand what sacrifice means. Really, a lot of people don't understand sacrifice. They think it's just a mere word. We are going, we are going. They are also singing some. And they say, oh, when you call, you call, oh, yeah, yeah, so you have to be here. When the time comes and we say go, then it becomes a fight. They don't understand the meaning of what they are saying. If you say, they are no one, they are no one, and they are no Now, listen to me. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I know you are happy you have become a Christian. Beautiful. Now, let me tell you, Christianity was born out of sacrifice. Meaning, you say, when you are say we are Christo needier, now the pastor out here say and say, Christo ni awo ye no, e ye etu huachemu anasa aforibomu ena ema awo obabeyo Christo ni. Listen, tell the one seated by you that Christianity is a bloody affair, bloody. Eh? Ya kase nyamzi Christo suma e ye moja sem, obi moja kuke siye pa, obi moja nti na yesi ye ye Christo fo obi moja. Good. He 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 shed his blood so that Christianity can start. After he was killed, that is when the movement started. And people say, see, somebody came to die for somebody. It is a bloody affair. It's not by words. So Christianity is a sacrifice. And you see, it is not we come into Christianity to come and bore life. Like we come to Christians, come and enjoy. It's a bloody affair. Somebody offered his son. Somebody came to die himself. It's not something we join to come and play. 
Christianity is is a bloody it's a sacrifice it was born out of sacrifice and it can only be sustained by sacrifice listen it came by it and it is only sacrifice that can make Christianity advance that is why in our days Christianity is going down because nobody wants to sacrifice the one who came he sacrificed his son God sacrificed his son when his son came, his son also sacrificed himself. Then he selected apostles. They all of them died. All of them were killed. They all shed their blood. Then they sent to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. Then for the gospel to come to Africa, white men who were young, young white men, graduates from, from the uh, uh, Bible schools and the universities, they carried their things and left Europe and came to Africa. They came to die in the mosquitoes where they, they had no cure for malaria. They came to die in black Africa. They couldn't speak our language. They couldn't eat our food. They didn't know how to come. But they came to die in black Africa. Just so that there will be churches like Presby, Methodist, Catholic. Today, there is Pentecostalism. Today, there is Charismatism. But it started from sacrifice. And it got here by sacrifice. And it will get there by sacrifice. You are not the one to come and change it. You can't change it. Nanamisum any Christosum wohe efri afwadi pomu enunti eya afwari pope ene beti mi amano atinasye efise efri ebra yesu kristo ewu ye esuyafwa ejuma omu ye ye abrofwa omu di onyamisum no efri omu kloso ansu eba haseno omu bani mpono omu babe yare yare omu ebebe uu ye enu enu omu anfano se eye omu eye etu huache and omu tu omu hon, eni afwadiye, eni omu boye, eti afwadiye pe, eni yebeti mi abo, eti amen yamu sumatuna hon. It can only be sustained by sacrifice. Because it started by sacrifice. John chapter 2, verse 2. The Bible said that for Christ, He is the sacrifice for our sins. And not for us only, but the sins of the whole world. He is the sacrifice. So it came by sacrifice. It will only continue by sacrifice. Now, when it got to us, we have turned Christianity into wearing of suits. But Christianity is not about wearing of suits. Say yes. We have turned Christianity into, into give me marriage. I want wedding. We have relegated Christianity to I need children. It's not, that, that is not what they were preaching. That's not what they were talking about. In those days, when they tell you that you are coming to become a Christian, or when you, you, you accept that you are coming, you know you are going to be killed very soon. You just know. Because they will give you for lions to feed you. In the days of, 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 of the Roman emperors, they will feed you to lions. So, so the next time you have a criminal, you have to lions are women. It's a bloody affair. It's a death issue. It's not today that you become born again and then you are looking at the next iPhone God should release for you. You are looking at, at uh, God. God, if I, I, I become a Christian, I need healing. I become a Christian. I need a job. Lord, if you don't give me a job, then I'll go back home. If you... Tell somebody, let's be serious. Christianity is not about all those materialism. It's about blood. It's about blood. Blood. Bloody. It's bloody. And we must take it That is why now, listen, there is another, another religion. They, 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 they have seen that Christianity spread by blood. So, now that we are too careful, we don't want to continue on with with sacrificing, they have started sacrificing. So you see that one person can just go and sacrifice himself, kill himself plus other people. Boom! Then he just sacrifice. Then they are spreading. Then they are spreading. Now they are the next biggest religion in the world. Give them next 20, 50 years, they will overtake Christianity if Christ doesn't come, because they are what they are practicing the bloodiness, and we have ended it. We are not ready to come and preach and die. Those days, when they give you a clerical as a as a reverend minister, and yes, as six months, dear, you go and then you, you get clerical, then you are working about three months, then you pay somebody. Those days, when they give you a clerical, do you know why that thing is white over here? Like what can't do be there? Do you know why, why that thing is there? It means that they are going to put a knife, a knife on your neck. It's a symbol of a knife. It's a symbol of a knife. Say, oh, if it's a neno, you're chimipe, you're the sick can be simi meaning. 
and that was what they were doing to them. So yourself suffering yourself clerical, and not that this same O'Connor because yet you are you don't question side anymore. You're friendly guillotine. You're friendly guillotine. Who called printing press and they did chat papers? No, friendly guillotine. You do think essays and near the guillotine. No, it's the super. Now that's why we give you clerical. Not just say welcome to a dying field. Welcome to a dying field. Like we have invited you to come and die. That is what it means to be made a reverend. It's not to carry your shoulders about and say, uh, stop calling me pastor, reverend, from today. No. Have I, have I lost you? <laughs> Forgive what, me. Why can't you remove you? Forgive me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. No, no, I, I, I get what I'm saying. So, Charlie, what are you doing about Christianity? What are you doing? Somebody brought you the gospel. What are you doing about the gospel? You have done Christianity to pray for me. Oh, 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 oh. Too, too low, too low. Too low. Too low. Now people don't go to church unless they have a prayer request. Unless they hear an uncle is thinking about taking them to abroad, they will be in church. Oh, Pastor, Pastor, we need to talk. There is this visa in the sky. Looking at the wishes, my family. Unless they need a job. Unless they've crossed a certain age and they say, Charlie, me here, worry. Say the baby has a DNA do. This any will do, baby. This and your baby. Then, after they have finished slaving on the street, they will come to church for a husband. Look at what we have turned Christianity into. So now, when people come to church, they come because of this. So when they don't get it, they feel like, listen, listen, let me let, let me tell you, Christianity is not about money. There are unbelievers who are richer than Christians. Oh, it's not about money. We don't become Christians so that God will give us money. Then what about those who have the money and the Christians? We don't come to church so that God will give us a husband, God will give us a job, God will give us a car, God will give us those things. They are bonus. God gives you fine, but Peter didn't get any of them. Paul didn't get any of them. Mary, Martha, all of them, they didn't get those things. So as for them, God didn't bless them. Eh? For them, God didn't bless them. You have defined blessings as what? Pocket. Pocket. You have defined blessings as bank account. You have defined blessings as the dress you wear. You are myopic. May God open your eyes. Amen. What in crime? Me see the fra. And you clap your two ways together. Hallelujah. Amen. Christianity started by sacrifice. And it can only survive by sacrifice. Christianity is You are bringing others to Jesus. You will spend your time. You will walk to someone's house. You I will say, sit down and wait for the person. I will say, and you pull the person to Christ. That's the little you can do. Don't disappoint him. Don't disappoint him. Say, I will not disappoint him. Oh, say, I will not disappoint him. We have two Sundays to do that. The last Sunday of this month. That is the Sunday of this month. That is the Sunday of this week. We are all coming. You are going to force someone to come with you. That service is about others. Not about you and I. It's about others. Is it beautiful? Oh, is it beautiful? Listen, the desire to save others will make you lose some important relationships and things that are dear to you the desire to save others it will make you lose some important relationships when I decided to be a pastor to go after souls I lost important relationships I lost it I lost important relationships that people were dear to me left me, abandoned me I lost important relationships 
Just so that I can reach you. Now, and for us to reach other people, I had to lose certain relationships with certain brothers and sisters of mine I've raised in the Lord for them to also go. He said, You can't get others till you lose certain relationships. Jesus said, Nobody can be my disciple unless he hates his mother, father, brothers, wife, siblings. In other words, unless you choose Christ over the convenience of your mother, the convenience of your father, the advice of your sisters, the advice of your brothers, or your children, the welfare of your children. You choose serving the Lord instead of the welfare of your children. If you can't do that, you have not started. It will inconvenience you and it will make you go the extra mile. Everyone will hear him. It will inconvenience you and it push you to go the extra mile if you really want to save that brother or those sisters. Second Corinthians chapter 11, 23, 27. Look at Paul. Paul was mentioning the things he has suffered just for others, <laughs> not for himself, for others. The things he has suffered. Second Corinthians, go there. 11, 23. Change the version for me so that it can easily read without explaining. Change the version. AC. Okay. He said, are they ministers of Christ? Are there people who are winning souls? I speak as one beside myself. I am more. In labors, more abundant, I've labored hard work to win souls. In prisons, more often, that means he has been taken to prisons. In stripes, above measure he has been beaten in death often he has died and resurrected died they stone him to death then he comes back to life they stone him at another place yet he keeps going from town to town preaching this is how we we we, we pursue others of the jews he says what go go back sorry of the jews five times i've received 40 stripes minus one you have been beaten 39 39 39 stripes go on Go on, quickly. Let's be quick. Thrice I was beaten with rod. Once I was stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. Like you say, accident. It's like we are traveling to a crusade and we have accident. For some of you, that will be the last time. You'll never go again. Hey, I should go and die. You'll never go again. But Paul says he had accident three times on the sea. Those days, there was no road uh, accident. It was shipwreck. Because they used the boat and the ship. And he had to go, like the whole ship had to wreck for him to swim on board. If you die, you die. All because of Jesus. Say all for Jesus. All for Jesus. And ask the one by you, what have you suffered for Jesus since you became born again? Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Since you became born, what have you suffered for Jesus? Just one time you got home, your mother has locked the door because you went for all night. You say, Hey, I can't serve God again. Oh. Just because you said you will not sleep with your boyfriend because your pastor preached against fornication, you say, My 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 boy, we can't have sex again. And he left you. Say, I'm suffering for Jesus. You are suffering what? You are, you are, you are suffering what? Look at look at real suffering. Let, let me see what's here. Look at real suffering. Compare with and Papa. You say you are suffering. This is real suffering. <laughs> and night and a day have I been in the deep, deep sea. He was night and day. He did all this. That, that, that today we are talking about Paul. Hey, when you go to heaven, eh, where, where will you sit? <laughs> where will you sit? Where will you sit? <laughs> you, are, you are angry about God because you went for interview. They didn't take you. You are angry. <laughs> you are angry about God. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You don't understand. You have suffered nothing. Nobody has put a knife on your neck that 
uh, accept Jesus or die or renounce no. Jesus and nobody all the yes. suffering you are suffering is fornication Oh, 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 it's okay. oh, okay. okay. Suffering, no, suffering. Yeah, yeah, bro. Who know Who suffering? Who I've stopped preaching. I've stopped. I've stopped. I've stopped. Where are you now, Kono? Any more? Hey, it will inconvenience you. So, in perils, in sicknesses, in the wilderness, hunger, famine. Ni na wachotro. Poor children and what he has suffered. Now, face the soul suffering. No, you just say one better than him. It will even put your life. At risk. Sometimes and when you are leaving one place to go and reach others, it may put your life at risk. If you don't take care, you may die. That, that was Jesus' story. Jesus said, Let us go to the other town. When he was going, there was a storm. The boat almost capsided. Peter was shouting, Help us! Don't you know that we are dying? Just because he was going to look for the madman in the cemetery. They almost died. So sometimes, eh? It will cost your life. But don't give up. If so, you are alive, keep serving. If you die, you are dead. Me, I don't travel by heart. I don't travel by heart. You can say, traveling is your own cup of tea. If I have nothing to do there, what am I going to do there? The transport system in Ghana is like a death trap. I cry for drivers because like they are always like it's like they are working in a death trap. We are driving always the accidents. So you don't know when next is your your turn. Especially highway driving, traveling from one place to another. So when I'm traveling, I'm never at peace. I'm never at peace. So traveling for wedding, for funeral. No, no, no. I don't do those things. And Please, me, I don't like Ghana roads. I only drive in Accra. Then traveling. I've had accidents before. The cars are sorted five times. Pack, 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 pack. I say, okay. Some are sorted five times. We entered under the bridge. When you see the videos and the pictures of the car, you'll be surprised that I'm still standing here. But where, where was I coming from? Crusade. Souls, miracles, and I was coming. So if I had died, I'll still be at peace in my heart. That I'm going straight. I died because I'm going to engagement. Because I'm going for funeral. No, 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 no. I don't die those deaths. Those deaths are unnecessary. Amen. Say sacrifice. Say sacrifice. Cassette. It can cost your life. Affordable. Mm? When we came back, uh, one, one of our, our mothers, one, one old woman close to me, she said, hey, don't go again. No. Hey, don't go again. We should do it just here. We shouldn't go again. Hey, if you listen to that advice, how can you go to others? But it's part of the work. Tell somebody it's part of the work. Sometimes it will be at, at your own risk. It's part of the work. But it's worth it. It's for the kingdom. It's for heaven. Clap your two hands for the Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. Clap your two hands for Jesus.
Number four, it means you have love for others. It means that you have love. For you to think about the salvation of others means you have love. First Corinthians 13, 5 says that love is not selfish. So for you to think about others means you have love. And you know that love is a true mark of a disciple. So if you are really belonging to Christ, you have to walk in love. John 3, 16. For God so loved, so he, he thought about others and gave us. Number five, it means you are being obedient to the full demands. I'm closing. You are being obedient to the full demands of the Great Commission. It means you are obeying the Great Commission to the full or the latter. You are obeying the Because he told them that they should go and preach in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the rest of the world. So you can't just preach in your area. You have to keep going. Somebody told why don't you wait for your church to be filled before you start going somewhere? Said no, that's not how we did it. The Europe was not fully saved, and they came to Africa. Don't By the time you go there, they are dead. What will you do? to get a chance go you don't wait for the church to be full before we, 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 we start number six it makes you more fruitful as a believer it will give you a reason to go all the way to save more people you become more fruitful the more you are thinking about others the more crowns you will have the more fruits you have before God because you don't have fruits and crown before God unless you are bringing others to Jesus. Romans 1, and then finally. It's a sign of spiritual maturity. It means you have matured in the Lord. You see, selfishness is a sign of childishness. Selfishness is a sign of childishness. Do you know that? Now we have to If you have a child, if you have a child if you have a child at home, you can buy biscuits for the child and tell the child, give me some. The child will say, I won't give you. So, I call out fear. You bet my to biscuit, I'm not sure. You bought the ice cream for the child. Give me the children are naturally selfish. If you say, I'm called out so when you are also doing that it means spiritually it is takes maturity. it takes maturity to give your last to someone that is why if you are a parent when you get one if you are left with only one plate of rice who will you give it to will you eat or you give to your child oh talk to me you have only last plate to die will you give it to your child or you eat your thing some irresponsible people say chimpe chimpe who is serious you know, it's just natural. Say, we parent Once you get something, you give to your child first. Oh, you think about the child first. It's a sign that you are matured. The child doesn't think like that. But you think like that because you are mature. Now, that is what it means. When you are in Christ and you are bringing others to Jesus, thinking about others, inviting your friends, helping others, going all out to support others, giving to others, when you yourself, you need. It's a sign that you are matured and you are not a baby Christian. I pray that may you all be matured believers. Amen. I said may you all be mature believers. Amen. May we all come to maturity. Amen. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. John 10 verse 10. That is a scripture. Clap your two hands. That is why we have people like E.A.T. Sagi. 
this goes to the pastors. How many of you know E.A.T. Saki, uh, the assistant um, to Bishop Dark? As of now, he's in Nigeria. He's an old man, oh, even older than Bishop Dark. He's in Nigeria now starting baby churches. Like from village to village. You see him taking self with one corn seller. He's happily serving God in his old age. All his children are pastors now. But he himself has gone to a new area. Breaking another grounds in Nigeria. It takes maturity to do that. Hey, I won't go anywhere. I'm a big man now. No, we don't do that. We don't do that. How many of you Pastor Debo? He's the, the leader of Redeem Christian um, Center. He's past 80 years and over. As I'm talking to you now, he's going all over Nigeria doing crusades, reaching at the Nigeria. WF Kumui, the founder of Deeper Life, he's going all about more than 80 years, but every day, and when he's doing crusade, it's not two days, three days old, one month crusade. Like every day, he's preaching, old man, all over in Nigeria, villages, towns. Listen, there is something we need to understand. It's not like uh, you, 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 are, you are now a big man, so you don't serve God because you got a job, because you got married. No, the more you mature in Christ, the more you must think about others. Clap your hands, rise, rise up to your feet and lift up your two hands. Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died, that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, Adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. For more information, please call 0543 248. 982 or 0241-372-895. God richly bless you.